0: What's up, Warriors? Guy Beverage with Protectors Toolkit, Christian safety and security made simple. I'm glad you're joining us here tonight. We have a lot to cover, and I'm going to get into it pretty quickly. And it's uh, it's so fascinating that we uh, we get to do this. Or you know, I like to make sure that I say that I get to do this all the time. Uh, just make sure I get my notes up here real quick. I get to do this. I get to come to you live on Facebook and just chat about church safety and security. It's a passion uh, issue for me. It's something that really comes to my heart, and I hope that comes through uh, across in the uh, in the web in the interwebs you know one of the things that i want to make sure we talk about early on and i do this in every broadcast to make sure you understand because i say what's up warriors uh you know my family gets a kick out of it it's a kind of a tagline we just shout around our house now and i want to make sure that you understand that you are warriors you are a true and in every sense of the way a warrior in what you do in church safety and security when you are choosing to to make sure that you have a safe and secure worship environment everybody that attends your church Uh, has a safe and secure worship environment to show up in and and then leave from, then you are a warrior. You're no different than Nehemiah working on the wall. What do they do? They work with a sword in one hand and work with the other. So as a warrior, I want to say thank you. Thank you for taking up the mantle. Thank you for taking up the stance to be a protector of others in your church. A warrior, you know, we understand this from the Bible. Early on in the Bible, in in Exodus, it says the Lord is a warrior and the Lord is his name. And I know that you, just like me, are created in his deadly image. And so we are warriors in this. So thank you for joining us. Thanks for being part of Protectors Toolkit. If this is your first time here, I'd like you to hit that like button and, fo- and follow the page, make sure you're following us so you can get the updates and get these new videos as they come out. I think it's very important uh, that we share this as well, share this far and wide. If you've got somebody that you know, uh, there's another church protector and you share this with them tonight, I sure would appreciate that. So hit that share button down in the bottom corner as well. So let's get into this a little bit. You know, Everything that I do in church safety and security, I like to talk about, uh first and foremost is we do a little bit of talking about the bible and where we get this from in proverbs 18 15, it says an intelligent heart acquires knowledge and the ear of the wise seeks knowledge and in the easy to read version of the bible the one that i kind of go to sometimes when i'm trying to figure things out um it's not the king james version for sure i go to the easy to read version when i'm trying to get a little bit more in depth or a little bit more understanding and a little bit more digestion from it and it says this wise people in 18 proverbs 18 15 wise people want to learn more. So they listen closely to gain knowledge. And really, that's what we're all about here at Protectors Toolkit. You know, the tag is Church or Christian Safety and Security Made Simple, and that's really what it's all about. So in this time right now, where you have a lot of time, where you can easily uh, find yourself waking up uh, and going to the couch and then ending your day on that same couch, I want to make sure that we are gaining knowledge we're being wise about our time that we're given because i fully believe folks that we are given this time from god right now it's a slow down it's a pause and i pray this over my children and my wife at night too and i say you know how thankful we should be right now that we are paused like never before because guess what if you're looking at some of the numbers if you're paying attention to some of the numbers of people that are going to church right now virtually those numbers are way up and that's a win for god right there and what if what if those people all of a sudden all those huge numbers you're seeing in your web broadcast from your church what if they all did show up on sunday when we're all allowed to go back to church or we all do congregate again think about that as a protector and that's one of the reasons protectors toolkit is here so we can help you make your church safety and security team very simple tonight i'm going to go over the roadmap of how to go from good to great if you want to be uh less informal in your church safety and security team and go to more formal or stop being uh just object or start being uh, subjective when something happens that's when we'll deal with it and go to objectivity where we know what we're going to do because we have good plans policies and procedures that we train to and that's what we're going to cover tonight in the in the roadmap so i'm going to share my screen with you right now so you can see uh what i'm talking about when we go over um The roadmap I want to make sure I have a good visual up here for you, so let me see what we have here. So in the church protector roadmap first and foremost, this is just a guide if you want to go from good to great and you want to be more informal in your church and guess what folks. i'm just going to tell you right now you're going to be required at some point to be more formalized in your church safety and security it's no longer going to be allowed that we just show up and we have a gun on and that's good enough. That's not what church safety and security, holistically, that's not what it's about. So first and foremost, along the route here, you can see that pray is first. In the modules within the membership side of Protectors Toolkit, this is the these are the modules where you'll get all your training and all your understanding. And first and foremost, I think like everything that I do, I, I pray at the beginning of my day and I pray at the end of my day, I kind of book ended in there. And when I do that, I wanna make sure that we're doing that also as protectors of others. I think it's very important for our team uh, that we have a prayer established, that we have a prayer that we can go to. And we know when we show up for duty, we show up on scene, at our church to do our job that day, that we have a prayer that we can just say over ourselves. We have a prayer that we can say over our church. And we have a prayer for our team. I think it's vitally important. You can make, you can even put the cool factor in there if you want to and post it up on your wall, nice and big. Get it nice and big up there, kind of like a, a locker room for, for a major sporting team and you just post it up on the wall. It's a prayer that you can have in it and it says it over your team. And I think that's vitally important. We teach our teams to pray, not only for our church and our leaders, but we also teach them to pray for themselves and for the team. So that's step one, as we see it in in Protectors Toolkit on the roadmap. Next uh, little block you see right there is clarity. So how can we take our team anywhere if we don't know where we're going? First and foremost, we have to have a a direction to go in. We can't just simply show up to our church and think that we're going to be good at safety and security because uh, we're prior law enforcement, we're prior military, we're a combination of those things. No, we have to have clarity of mission because being a protector of others in a church environment is way different than dealing with the average criminal out on the street. So we have to have clarity and we establish that. We establish uh, where we're going, we establish our mission and vision statements as well as our goals, and from there, that allows us to brief our church and uh and the leadership within the church so they can understand also where we want to go and then they're going to have some feedback for you possibly to say you know th- modify this or change this just a little bit and we work together in harmony uh in symbiotic relationships with them so we make sure that we're honoring the church and we're also falling under the mission and vision statements of the church within our safety and security ministry next along the road you can see people Listen, you're not an island just because you were tasked by being the leader or being on a team or establishing a team. You're not an island. You're not a sole operator. You don't need to be and you shouldn't be Uh, in this module here. And under the people module, the protectors toolkit membership site, you're going to learn how to recruit, vet and manage a team of volunteers. It's not all that easy, but we make it pretty simple in there. If you're just joining us tonight. I'm so thankful you're here. We are going over the roadmap to go from good to great in church safety and security, how we're developing our teams to go from informal to formal. And we're going to we're going to continue along the path right here. We just finished up with people. And now we're going to work on strategy. So I want you to get this and hear this clearly from me depth of knowledge is tactics. If you're prior military, prior law enforcement combination of those things, and you're on your church safety and security team, or you're the leader of your church safety and security team, you probably know tactics. It, it, by and large, we know tactics. We learn tactics in whatever academy or basic training we went through, and we have tactics. That is a depth of knowledge. It goes very deep. But what we need and as a church protector, what, what is required of us is to have a breadth of knowledge. A breadth of knowledge is strategy. We have strategies we can apply to the tactics. It's very important that we have this within the church because as a law enforcement officer, you know how to arrest people and you know how to deal with criminals. But dealing with church folks that have bumps and bruises and slips, trips and falls and kids lost and kids screaming, and all that kind of stuff requires a strategy to apply your tactics to. We go softer a little bit with this stuff. So we're going to work on plans, policies and procedures in this module as well and make sure you have a good, a good base to work from. Next, uh, for, the, for our purposes here on the, on the path is onboarding. So we've vetted people, we've got them, on, uh, we've got them uh, on a list and we know who we wanna have on our team. How do we get them on our team? It's not just simply saying, hey, you know, go grab a radio, you're on the team. That may be of how you've done it in the past. That's not what we're gonna do going forward. Again, if we wanna stop being informal with this and be more formal, we're gonna onboard people the right way as well. And these are documents that we're going to have And we're going to document every step of the way. So we have record keeping. That's also how we go from informal to formal. We're going to keep records of what we do. And it's not about justifying our job so much as it is, you know, when it comes back around to the time that we're asking for more equipment or more people or more money in the budget for church safety and security, we will have documentation that says, hey, we have these number of people. And this is the training they've gone through. And they are highly skilled people. And so we need to spend a little bit more money on this. Because remember, as a church safety and security protector, don't produce the product. Whatever the product is your church produces for people, their comfort, refuge, worship, or learning that they're coming to your church for, you don't produce that product. You do produce a safe and secure worship environment for for them to do all of that in. So remember that. It's not about justifying your job. It's just saying, hey, we do a lot and we train a lot and we're very skilled at this. Uh, So how do we bring people on our team? What do we do once they are on our team? That's everything that we talk about in there. Next on the roadmap is communication. Well, communication it requires it requires three different parts we have a message then we have a sender of the message and the receiver of the message and if there's any breakdown in there then we have a breakdown in communication and communication isn't just about the handheld radios and dispatch centers within your church it's how we talk to one another how do we communicate amongst our team how does the church body communicate to us if it's the nursery If it's the 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 uh, the children's area or if it's the kitchen area, how do they communicate to us as a team? And then how do we also communicate to the outside forces we may need to engage to come to us in a crisis, whether it's law enforcement or medical or something like that? So communication, we establish lines of communication. We do also in this module talk about radios and give you some good insight there. And you can find that also on the Protectors Toolkit Facebook page. We've gone out, we've talked about radios uh, in the membership side of things uh we also want to make sure how how we're going to communicate in a crisis and what that's going to look like remember folks the the body can't go where the brain has never been the body can't go where the brain has never been so we make sure that we put the brain somewhere we put it in in a place through plans policies and procedures and training so that if we have to perform in a crisis we have to communicate in a crisis we're prepared to do that so how do we communicate and also in this module How do we communicate to the church about who we are as a church protector, some of you are very low key and low visibility, but some of you have uniforms on. So how do we communicate to the church body at large about who we are as a church safety and security team member next moving on to the roadmap we have systems nothing gets done without systems i can just tell you that what you plan for will get done what you put on a calendar will get done but just saying hey we're going to have a meeting and we don't know when it is we don't have a system for that we don't have a system for record keeping you're going to fail at being a good church safety and security protector especially if you're trying to move to be more formalized instead of informal systems help us make sure that we're doing the right things Uh, Showing up with a gun in a holster doesn't make you a church protector any more than wearing a cowboy hat makes you a cowboy. We have systems in place to take us from informal to formal for us to stop being subject and be more objective as a church safety and security protector. That's what we need is to have systems in place. So it's record keeping, it's training documentation, it's all that that goes into that and how we manage that. Systems allow us to have checklists where we don't miss anything and we can reproduce successful or awesome results over and over again. Next along the path, you'll see servant leadership. The best leaders lead by being servants first. As a leader of others, you have to serve others. So servant leadership is very critical in being a protector of others. We have to be a servant first. You know, uh, I like to point out that one of the best tools that you can have as a church safety and security team member is a towel. And I've said this in some other videos before, and I think it's, it's valuable to bring this around again. Our Lord and Savior Christ served with a towel. How did he do that? Well, towels mentioned twice in the Bible. First, he pulled off his cloak and put a towel around his waist. Then he sat down, washed the disciples' feet, and then used a the towel to dry them. A towel is how we. Serve our Lord, say, serve people with a towel. We're going to serve others' ministry as well. So it's important as a leader, even on the team, to be a servant leader first. As a leader, when you're serving others, your team will see that and they will want to serve others as well. And then we become humble. We have humility about what we do in the church safety and security space. We become more humble there. So we encourage and empower people. The common issue I hear from church protectors all over the nation is I don't have enough volunteers. but when we start empowering people and giving people uh, real choice over what they do and how they perform their duties, then we are empowering them to be successful. As long as we're managing that and putting out the aiming stakes, the left and the right aiming stakes, we're empowering people to make free choices in how they do this and how we ensure that they're gonna make good choices by having plans, policies and procedures in place that they can follow. And they also have a mission statement that they can operate underneath and know that they're going to operate in the right direction as they are empowered to do so by our by our leadership so make sure we're empowering each other when we encourage people uh, we empower our team you'll grow a ministry that attracts way more volunteers than maybe you even need after this moving along the path we appreciate we develop a community this is going to be a ministry church safety and security should already be a ministry for you if you're not thinking of it as a ministry then you need to start thinking of it as a ministry your team will become another ministry within your church and you'll keep volunteers by meeting and feeding their needs in a way that shows an abundance of appreciation. Listen, these volunteers who show up day in and day out, strap on that radio, bring a gun to church if that if that's their role, and they stand on the wall to watch. They watch it for the roaring lions and the savage wolves coming against us It has already been foretold to us. They keep watch over the flock and all the flock, not just some of the flock, part of the flock, or a little bit of the flock. They keep watch over all the flock, as it says in Acts. And we've got to make sure that we're appreciating them, for doing that and we have a community built around that as a leader you're going to lead from the front and you're going to build a community a community within your church safety and security ministry again moving along the roadmap, that's where we're at right now we're coming into the into the into the evaluate and duplicate We never truly arrive in church safety and security, I think you know that if you've been doing this for a little while it's never right it's never always right, and we have room for improvement in every in every spot that we have. As we operate in the world and we operate in the flesh, we have mistakes, we have errors that come up and we're going to keep evaluating and reevaluating and try to make this the best church safety and security team that we can possibly make and it's vitally important that we look at this as a living growing thing and we learn every step of the way whether we have a success or an error or a failure we learn from that and that goes back to the documentation side if we're documenting all of the incidents that we have we can learn and grow better from this and it may modify our plans policies and procedures that we have in place to do that so make sure we're learning we're going back. we're going back and evaluating and if we have success then we're figuring out how to recreate that success over and over again for our community and for our church at large. So we're keeping a safe and secure worship as much as possible. So I'm gonna I'm gonna share another part of my screen tonight. Uh, I think it's vitally important uh, that I get out some safety and security. Uh, messages as well, this is a real security risk that's going on around the country right now, and as a church safety and security protector, I think it's vitally important that you know this and then you can share this uh, with your church out there if you're part of the uh, protectors toolkit membership site already, you saw this last night in our live Q and a session we had a great session, a great talk and we got a lot of things done in that session and again, I would encourage you to to, to join the protectors toolkit membership site you'll get all this information early on and you can share it with your church. Uh, very quickly, but I think again, it's it's very important that we have this. So I'm going to pop this up here, and again, I'm going to share my screen with you so you can see this. And I want you to share this with your church. We'll put this uh, after the video. We'll post this in here as a picture so you can grab it and share it with your church leadership and figure out how your church leadership wants you wants you to share it with the church body at large. So what you can see right here is a real scam that's going on right now uh, in the world. This one you can see, this is a text that has come out. Now these are two separate texts, two different numbers, uh, but very much similar in their design and their purpose. This looks like it will come into a person's phone uh, and it looks like it's written from your pastor. Now the pastor here, if you can can read this on your screen, I'll read it for you, the first one, all the way to the left where it says no subject at the top. Hey, sorry for the emergency text, Kim. Could have called you, but I'm limited to calls now and I need this to be done ASAP. Got an emergency call from the hospital, a nurse, that one of the children patients I pray for is going through surgery soon and is badly in need of help. It's a cancer patient. Need to get some gift cards to her or cash app transfer and I can't do this right now. need you to help out in purchasing them uh, from one of the grocery store around you. We'll reimburse you immediately. We meet later today or tomorrow and it's signed Bishop. Uh, there's a name underneath there, but we wiped that out uh, for purposes of keeping people's names out of things. And it's very similar in the, in the, in the next text thread. Uh, and it's It's asking the same thing. It appears to come from the pastor. And listen, if someone's phone just chimes or rings or buzzes and it looks like it's a message from the pastor, there may not be a lot of discernment. Uh, in the the congregation of the church. They may just think the pastor is in dire need and they may run right out. We have servant's heart when we're in church. We may run right out and do that right away. So make sure you're sharing this with your church leadership and figure out how you wanna message this out to the congregation. We don't hold information like this in. We make sure it gets out there so nobody gets taken advantage of in these times that we're going through right now. So I thought it was very important for you to see that right there and share that. And again, we'll post that and the Protectors Toolkit uh, membership site. What I want to also do is make sure that we round this out tonight, and I want to talk to you real quick. You know, we'll make sure that, it, that if you have anybody out there that needs to see this information you share this with them i think it's vitally important in church that we sharpen one another in fact in the book that i like to read the bible it says that iron sharpens iron and we should sharpen one another so this is a sharpening like no other this is not uh something where i'm coming out and i'm begging people to join protectors toolkit of course i want people in the membership site i want you to go from good to great in your church safety and security but i think it's vitally important in the facebook page here that we share these videos far and wide because it may mean all the difference in the world to somebody so if you have people out there that you are fellowshipping with, share these videos, Uh, go through the Facebook page and look at some of the other videos out there as well. Sharing is caring and you can't go far enough with it. Um, Go in and watch some of the other Warrior Wednesdays and like I said, hit the like button or uh, for this video for the page, if this is your first time here, we're so happy to have you here. And then also make sure that you're getting all the updates from Protectors Toolkit and what we broadcast out there. Obviously, go in and look at the there's no obligation to join the the membership site, go and look out there and see if it's for you. Again, we went over the roadmap tonight. I'm going to post a picture of that in the Facebook so you can look at that again and talk through it with your teams. Uh, If you want to go from good to great, if you want to go from informal to formal and stop being subjective and be more objective in your church safety and security ministry teams, I would, uh, there's no obligation, you can get out of it at any time if you want to. So go try it on for size, see if it works for you. I think as we go along as church protectors, we can't just show up and hope as a strategy, we're going to have to have real strategy, we're gonna have to have real plans, real policies, real procedures, and we're gonna have to have real training for it. So if that blesses you in some way, please go out there and seek that out. And last but not least, like I always like to say, keep them safe.